0: Movies. I'm Ava, and I'm Jenna, and we watch
1: movies. So today we watched I Care a Lot, which is a new Netflix movie starring Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage, um, two people who I stand very much. Um, and it's it's about two despicable, well, multiple despicable people, but it's one of those movies where you just don't know who to root for, but I I was rooting for the movie the whole time, I guess, and yeah, so we're going to talk about it. Um, Jenna, what were your initial impressions, I guess?
0: So, barring the fact that I don't condone anything that any of the characters actually did, and just treating this as, like, a piece of media, like, not a representation of what I think is actually, like, morally good, I thought this movie was pretty rad. <laughs> I-, I enjoyed this movie when-, when I wasn't thinking about the fact that, like, things that happening were not great, but, you know, as a movie, it, it was a good time.
1: Yeah, if you can get past the whole, like, elder abuse thing, (laughs) um, because at first, like, like, at first I just despised the main character, but once they brought in, like, other people who were just as bad, it was a little bit easier to root for her. But like, everybody just seemed like such bad people the whole time and it was kind of difficult in that sense to get behind it but as a movie it was really awesome. One thing that confused me about it was that Google labeled it as a comedy drama and I didn't pick
0: up on like any comedy but a lot of drama. Yeah I, I've seen a lot of things trying to label it as a comedy like I've seen it being labeled like dark comedy which it's a little better but not by a lot because it's this really isn't so much a comedy is in that like it's a tad bit absurd but like it doesn't play into that. It just is what it is. And there are a couple things that like could be dark comedy but not really so. I don't know why it's being called a comedy. It's really not. People are like, "Heh heh, hey, satire." It's not satire. It's not funny. It's
1: dramatic and it's good like as a piece of art but it's not funny and i don't know I-, I feel like people are just reaching there like it doesn't need to be a drama it doesn't need or i mean no it doesn't need to be drama it doesn't need to be a comedy or anything you can just it can just be like let it let it be not funny it's
0: fine <laughs> yeah and i mean and i liked it because i know that like watching a movie like that follows like someone who is doing things that's very not good it has its own like host of like things that you have to work through when you're just creating it. But it is nice to have a movie that does kind of follow someone who isn't necessarily easy to root for because they're bad. Because I feel like we just don't get a lot of like stories that follow like villains. That much, so this was kind of nice from that perspective to just have something different to kind of put your head around for a little bit. We say we don't get a lot of movies following villains, and
1: then you know, Disney is now working on their own little like Joker ripoff. That's fun.
0: Wait, what movie is that?
1: Um, Cruella. If you have seen the trailer, they're trying to make Joker,
0: but family friendly. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, you have the Snyder Cut over there doing whatever it's doing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I liked a lot about this. This um, something I definitely liked about this movie that a lot of movies get wrong, and that this movie did really well, is making having a having diverse representation without making that the point of the character. You know, Um, I don't like, I feel like I always end up bringing up diversity in the movies, but it's so, it's like so important. And then, you know, (laughs) the main characters were, um, well, not the main characters, but the main character and her um, partner were uh, lesbian, in a lesbian relationship. And then, obviously, Peter Dinklage, I mean, he has been typecast for so many things. About his career, I I'm I'm I don't know like how he feels about it. I can't speak for him, but like in this role, it's that's not a. Th- I mean, it's a thing, but it's not like the point of his character. He's still a bad butthole. <laughs> he's still um. <laughs> he's still a mob boss. He's still like super intimidating and everything. And there's no like changing that. There there's no or not changing that. I mean, There... there that his character is a standalone thing, and I I think that was really cool because I'm like I've seen him in so many different things in which you know it, it, he's he's typecast and everything, and then seeing him not typecast is really cool.
0: Yeah, and again to bring up the fact that like the main character had was in a, a lesbian relationship. Like I remember I was like clicking on this movie to go and watch it, and like I know one of the tags on it was like whatever Netflix's version of LGBTQ plus is because everybody has a different flavor of that tag now but uh however they did it I was like wait a minute this movie has gay stuff in it and I didn't know about it I feel attacked because normally I, I know these things but I-, I was just very happy that it was like pretty normal in the movie and like it wasn't like necessarily like a main part of it it was just these two characters are in this relationship, there's a whole lot of other movie going on. And I, I appreciated that because it's just nice to have more casual representation.
1: Yeah, that, that that's very well said. Um, um, also, okay, it was... The visual design of the movie was very pleasing. <laughs> it pleased me. <laughs> um, you know the, their their use of color palettes and um, framing and everything. It was I don't know, I feel like at this point I'm making up words to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm trying to just describe it. Um, it was it was very clear what they were going for and they executed it well and it didn't take away from the movie. Like you know there there are sometimes when movies try to be super artsy with their production design and then they just make it. Like, like, they they go too far, and it takes away from the actual movie. So, this was... I, I don't know, I liked it. I, I think it was really nice. It was really well done. And... Um, yeah, so if you want if you want a movie that you can look at and be pleased, um, this is a good one. Unless you're bothered by, like, looking at old people, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, even then, the, the old people aren't even in this movie that much, which is interesting just because of, like, what they're- the story they're telling, but at the same time it does make sense. But I- I totally agree with everything that you're saying with, like, the production value and how the movie looks, because I- it w- it was just very, like, pleasing, like, there's no better way to put it than that, just- everything worked out really nice, it was, like, smooth and, like, just really put together and, like, nothing, like, necessarily, like, popped out at you color-wise, but at the same time it was- never like just drab and something that i really liked was like it kind of gave the movie a very like surreal feel even though like Mm -hmm. it's technically just like i don't want to say contemporary because it's not but it it wasn't like a science fiction or like a fantasy or anything it was just technically something that could happen in real life with a couple of absurd things happening but even with the score too it kind of made it feel Like, it wasn't in our reality. I don't know where I'm going with that thought, but it kind of just played off of each other very well. Yeah, and there's another-
1: uh, the way that it was put together, the way the story was told, did a really- uh, uh, There's- so you know how when you get to know a person or you know somebody else, like somebody's personality, something their appearance kind of changes, makes them look more or less attractive or whatever? Yeah. Um so I think that happened in this movie a little bit. So for firstly, I feel like the more I the more I got on board with this protagonist, the less her hair bothered me. <laughs> and the more we found out about Jennifer, Jennifer Peterson, the the meaner she looked. You know, she looked less than less like nice grandma down the street, and more like Roz from Monsters Inc. Just the more and more that we found out about her, and you know, her family and everything, and yeah, I thought that was really interesting. How it just like these—it was like these people were morphing as I was watching. It was kind of cool.
0: That—that's a really interesting point because they, now I'm thinking back to that, and I'm like, wow. That's very interesting. Yeah, I I
1: think that definitely speaks to the writing, the storytelling, and the character development that they produce. Like, if you have a character that you can... uh, Let me rephrase that. If you can get me on the side of a woman who is literally kidnapping old people (laughs) and holding them against their will, then, I don't know, I feel like you could do anything with your story. Um, the person who directed, is also the writer, his name is Jay Blakeson. Jay Blakeson, you did a great job. Um, yeah,
0: he, he, that, that's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have minded seeing a little bit more of the motivations of our main character, because we know she's doing it, like, because she wants to win and because she has these ambitions. But, like, I wouldn't have minded getting, like, just a little bit more from her. Especially because, like, the biggest problems I had with this movie were bookended. Like, the middle, I was, like, totally on board with. Like, by the time we got to, like, the title card, I was, like, all in. But the very beginning, I just it rubbed me the wrong way like not so much that like i was like immediately turned off the movie but i just didn't like it because she's narrating it and it's like very much about her but like we don't ever like see her during that and just, that just really bothered me because it, there was just a disconnect there and i i i have issues with, with a little bit of how this was done but i
1: don't know i feel the opposite about the intro i
0: really liked it because,
1: I think that there is that disconnect there with her character anyways. You know, cause she's doing all of this and then ignoring how there's a person with a life and with family who care about that person and she's just doing it for her own motivations. She doesn't ever have to deal with those, like, people and those emotions and those lives that she's stealing, essentially. And, um, so I think that the intro was done really well cause You know, you see the effects of her actions, but you don't actually see her because she never has to deal with them,
0: you know? Yeah, that's true, and conceptually, like, I understand that, and I do agree that, like, to that extent, it's a good job. But at the same time, just like, as a viewer, it just didn't feel like the most satisfying thing to me. But that's just wholly my opinion, so I I don't hold it against the movie.
1: I don't know. I really liked it. We'll we'll agree to disagree there. <laughs> agree. Um I do I don't know how I feel about how they ended it with her dying like that. Oh, no. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I was I was deaf like I was so on board when she was like, haha, I'm your caretaker now, Roman, and then they're like, let's work together. Cause I was like, that would be an unstoppable power couple. Um, not not like a couple couple, but like a partnership. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I get it. I'd be like, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then I feel like it would have been cool to end on that triumphant note for her. And then they were just like, nope. <laughs> Which I don't really understand why they chose
0: that. Like, I mean, I can get why you would want to go for that. Like, she is a bad lady, and you're trying to go for some sort of like thing where like in the beginning we go in with this character and then at the end we go out with that other character like ending the movie and how it's so unsatisfying to end the movie and it ended her life like that just when she was ambitious like then we really have to think like wait a minute we were rooting for this person and she was a bad person and now she's dead why are we kind of a little upset by that But at the same time, it's just such an unsatisfying way to end your movie. Like, I'm sorry, I counted like three different places you could have ended that movie, and I would have been sold, I would have been so happy with it. And now, like, if I ever rewatch this movie, I'm not watching to the end now. I'm just going to timestamp it somewhere else and call it a day.
1: Um, there's actually, apparently there was an alternative ending to this movie. That the director ended up scrapping, and I have a quote here from him. I feel so prepared for today's podcast because I actually have like stuff. Okay, so the director said, "In the edit, you try lots of different things in different ways. You never want to have an avenue that's not explored. And we tried the other avenue, and it just felt too strange. That that could." that that could be how the world works you know what I mean but also what I like about the ending is that I think it's the kind of thing that people think they want and they sort of enjoy it but then hopefully like five minutes later it leaves a bittersweet taste in the mouth of should I want that should I enjoy that where does that what uh, sorry what does that mean there's conventions of cinema and things about rooting for people and empathy and it's interesting that it's all laid in there so that's what he said, um, and yeah. So it, the rest of the article I got this was from Cinema Blend. Um, the rest of the article was like talking kind of about how you know there's this like you don't know if you should be rooting for her, and l- like we said, how I I definitely didn't root for her at the beginning, but then I sort of started to just because of how the story was written and how the story was told, um, which I mean. It, 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 definitely, it definitely did a good job of that. Like, you know, villain movies have been more popular lately. Also, like, it, it's definitely a, a testament to the storytelling, which, I mean, I've already said, it's great storytelling. But, like, if you think about um, a movie like... So, it... Te- okay. If you listen to what the directors have to say about the movie Infinity War, they say that it's set from... Thanos' perspective. It's Thanos' movie, and he's, like, the protagonist, technically. But you don't root for him, because you already have all of that stuff with the other characters. And then, you know, you have a movie like The Joker. Or not The Joker, sorry. Joker. And, um, you know, there's, there's years of comic book background of the Joker. Everybody knows he's a bad guy. Everybody knows what he's done. He's not a stranger to being in movies or anything. So when you have this character that's just brand new, you know, you introduce, this is an awful person, but then you have just, you have like, just as much information about how much she loves her girlfriend as you do how little she cares about other human beings. Um, you know, and so I think that's probably why it was so successful in making it, like, morally ambiguous, I guess.
0: Yeah, because they gave us enough, like, breadcrumbs of, like, showing us her humanity of, like, oh, like, she has a girlfriend that she really cares about, and, and, some, and like, there's this whole moniker of her being, like, and I do it because I care, and, like, that's pretty morally ambiguous right there, but... At the same time, they also don't try to, like, necessarily excuse what she's doing, because obviously you can't, like, excuse the fact that she's doing these horrible things to mostly defensive people. But they do try to almost explain why she would want that. I don't know if that just made any sense, but I I liked how they handled her character, because I think it would have been a major turnoff if they tried to be like, oh, you know, she's doing all these horrible things, but, you know she wants to and we're just gonna let her because this is this like fun because then that would just be uncomfortable because you're like am-, am i supposed to like this but the movie gives you permission to both dislike what she's doing but still try to see something in the character
1: yeah no i think i think that's well said um yeah, so, so. <laughs> I don't know. I probably couldn't word it better. Um, what is so 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 um, <laughs> so music nerd Jenna? Tell me, what are your thoughts on the soundtrack?
0: I don't know what I expected the soundtrack to be like for this movie, but it was definitely not what the soundtrack was because for whatever reason this soundtrack reminded me a lot of like the blade runner 2049 (laughs) soundtrack which two very different movies but it kind of gave me that whole like atmospheric surreal vibe of like more like synth wavy stuff like it was not what i expected it to be at all and if you were to listen to like, a a little sample, a little taste of the soundtrack from this movie, and you were asked to describe, like, what this movie is like, or, like, vice versa with the movie and the soundtrack, you probably would not give, like, the answer that matches, like, the correct answer, because, I don't know, I I really enjoyed it, and it worked into, like, the movie itself, but it, it was very weird to like first here and be like, wait a minute, we're going with this, but it kind of plays into like, the whole like disconnect of like morals and support and I don't know. It worked, but it was very strange.
1: Yeah no, I, I was I was vibing with the soundtrack like the whole time. Um so like I said I liked the intro and everything <laughs> and you know it just like the minute it like opened I was like, oh yeah. I'm I'm here for this. This is pretty cool. Oh, it was and, then, a and then I was like, oh, Marla's a butthole. <laughs> I got to come up with better insults than just butthole. I mean, butthole does work pretty well. Like... Yeah, this is, this is, um, No need a... to get complicated here. <laughs> this is a PG-13 channel. Um... <laughs> Um, okay, so one thing about this movie that was, like, kinda like, whoa for me, was, um, Rosamund Pike, she's been in a lot of things, but I know her from Pride and Prejudice, and I discovered that movie, re- like, not recently, in November, and it has recently, t- or well, not, <laughs> uh, I discovered it in November, and it became, like, my favorite romance movie ever, um, that I had seen, and she's Jane in that movie, and I think it, I think it's really cute, and she's, like, this super nice, sweet, innocent, um, girl who's, like, oh, yay, I'm falling in love, blah, 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 um, and then here she's, like, I am a lioness, I'm going to eat grandmas. (laughs) And, I I
0: don't know, I think it's just a cool little, like, change. Yeah, she was good in this role. Yeah,
1: well, I like how I say it's a change and I haven't seen like any of the stuff that she's recently done.
0: I feel like I I know her from something, but I don't know what because I have not seen Pride and Prejudice. Have you seen Gone Girl? Nope. Have you seen Jack Reacher? Nope. Radioactive? Nope. Die (laughs) another day. I-, I- recognize her name, but I doubt I've actually seen her in anything.
1: Johnny English, Return to Sender, Doom, A Private War, Wrath of the Titans, Hostiles, Fracture, The Informer, The Man with the Iron Heart, nope, I A haven't United seen her Kingdom. Anything. <laughs> e- Enteb, The World's End, What We Did on Our Holiday, An Education, Surrogates, Beirut, Hector and the Search for... Uh, something. The big year made in Dagaham. Barney's version, the Libertine, the mountain between us, promised land, a long way down, the devil you know, fugitive pieces, voodoo in my blood, burning palms, bonds are forever, everything or nothing, and blah blah blah, Hector, Freefall, Jack Boots on Whitehall, the deep blue goodbye, State of the Union, the human voice, pardon me, is empty, <laughs> a rather English marriage, the town, wrath, the, lib, um, the Libertine, led down, a dead dog and ham, <laughs> and Thomas and friend, <laughs> French
0: Window, <laughs> The organ grind. <laughs> well, if you ever need Rosamund Pike's full filmography, just listen to this. Jenna, are you saying you haven't seen any of those movies? I apparently have not seen any of those
1: movies. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow, Rosamund Pike, I mean, Jenna's just like, crapping on your whole career right here. And then, yeah, I don't know, I, I just, I think, I think the performances in this movie were really great. Um, This movie got no- nominated for a 2021 Golden Globe, I believe. I, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever followed the Golden Globes, so I don't know how much they work, not how much they work, how they work um, just in general, um, so I don't know if it got a category, <laughs> or what it got or anything, but it, it says so on the poster, so it must be true. Yep. Anyways, so they have, um, I, there's, so just as a testament to my ability to recognize actors and actresses, um, the nurse... Or not the nurse, the doctor Karen um, Amos, whatever. I recognized her because she has like a 2 car- or a two-episode arc on Supernatural <laughs> in like season twelve. Oh my god!
0: You, you can recognize like, that.
1: I was like, the way she said that word rings a bell. Oh my god. And I like I looked her up and I was like, I haven't seen any of these movies. And I was like, hang on. And then I put in her name, Alicia Witt, Supernatural. <laughs> Cause that's like half of where I recognize people from. I'll be like, I can't I don't know where this person's from. And I'll look at their movies and TV and they won't have Supernatural listed because they'll be like a guest star on Supernatural. So it'll be like, I don't recognize any of these movies, and they'll be like, hang on. And then it turns out they were on Supernatural.
0: So if you ever want to like have a
1: vast knowledge of just like random actors, and just keep their faces stored in your subconscious—not their names or anything—just just their faces, um, and just vaguely feel like you might know every actor that you see in everything.
0: Watch Supernatural. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Now hold on. I I get that feeling when I watch a lot of things, and I haven't watched Supernatural. But to be fair, it's never because I actually recognize them from something. I just think they look familiar.
1: Mm. Yeah. What was... Oh, yeah, there was that... Remember that guy who was in Wonder Woman and We Can Be Heroes who looks like eight different actors at the same time? (laughs) Yes. He he plays the Mandalorian. Oh, Pedro Pascal? Yeah. I think he looks like 14 different people at the same time. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's an amalgamation of people. Yeah. Because
1: when because the first time I saw him was in Wonder Woman and I was like, oh my gosh, I know this person, I'm certain of it. And I was like, No. He looks like this person, but no. But he but no. And I looked him up and I was like, that's none of these people.
0: Yeah, I really can't believe that our channel was like I did the Pedro Pascal power hour there for a while. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because then you do a video on, Mandal- on the Mandalorian and stuff.
0: Yeah, we got all three.
1: <laughs> well, um, Pedro Pascal, if you're out there and you want to, like,
0: I don't know, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do something. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: But I think, I think this was a, a good cast and a good movie. Um,. I liked- it. Uh, they were very creative with all the ways that they, like, dealt with their enemies. Like, how they killed them and stuff. Except, I think it was stupid that they aimed her car at a lake and not a cliff.
0: To be fair, it did go over a cliff. A very small one. Yeah, but
1: the thing is, they knew that there was water down. Instead of drowning her when she could wake up- and get out of the the drowning. (laughs) send her over the cliff into like a valley, where she will crash, and like break her spine, and explode.
0: You know, we were just watching videos about car crashes and physics today, Ava. And like, it would have made a lot more sense if they had sent her over something into a hard surface, because then uh like the the momentum and stuff she would hit the ground because even if the car was a good car and like the front crumpled enough and uh her force of impact was not that great she would still probably die because either like the car would go over and she'd be unconscious and like she'd be face down or whatever like literally if they know they were going to kill her why did she wake up? Like, you would think, if if you're going to kill a person, you would make sh- Like, it doesn't make that much of a difference if you just give them, like, more of whatever they gave her to make her be asleep.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they shot into her brain. Whatever, well, I think they were just, God like, trying... <laughs> they were just, like, mummifying her. <laughs> just stick that up her nose and swirl it around really quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ugh>. No thanks. <laughs> um... I don't know. I think it was just dumb on their part. They could have been way more creative. Could have done. They could have done better. You should have done better. Even if they just dosed her up a little bit more. But one thing I did learn from this movie is if you ever get a tooth knocked out, apparently put it in milk and it'll preserve it. I didn't know that was a thing until this movie. And then I googled it and apparently it's real.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I knew that somewhere subconsciously, so when she started doing it, I wasn't concerned but like yeah milk Woo-hoo. i thought she
1: just wanted milk
0: <laughs> i then she put her tooth in it and i was like oh that would be disgusting if she started drinking the milk because like she had like the gaping like hole in her mouth where her tooth was Egh. no no i'm sorry i do not want milk going right into the bloodstream i don't know what that does to you but i don't want it
1: i don't want milk going right into my bloodstream <laughs> That's totally how the human body works, right? <laughs> it's like, Jenna's going to be a doctor one day, and she's like, I'm sorry, you have milk in your bloodstream. <laughs> I'm not
0: going to. Don't worry. You won't look up, but it's me operating on you. <laughs> what? One of these
1: days, somebody is going to be like, Getting a physical or whatever, and then they're gonna look up the good big. Hey, I watched your YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure there's no milk in my bloodstream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know that. Well, as long as the movie is educational, that's all that
0: matters. Um, Yeah, we learned something.
1: Also, Miss, I want to run away so badly right now, forgot the passports, come on, you're running away from people who are like, clearly in organized crime if they're able to murder and get away with it, um, so definitely leaving the country is
0: probably like number one on your priority list, so passports are kind of important. Yeah, and it's not even like she, like, just forgot them on the counter and never made it into the bag. They were still in the desk. Like, did you even think of bringing your passports? What? Why? (laughs) See, my issue is I don't know where my passport
1: is. My parents do all that stuff for me. I'm almost a legal adult, and I don't know where my passport is kept.
0: Eh, it's somewhere around here. (laughs) Somewhere. (laughs)
1: I don't know. I'm clearly responsible for myself. As you can tell. Yeah, I'm I mean, very responsible. Definitely, definitely That's why I did really go to the study session today. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I I do, I do, um, this whole movie, I was just standing Peter Dinklage, though. I, I, I stand. I feel like I already said that, but I'm gonna say it again, because I stand. Um... I don't know, I- I stan. <laughs> T- Tyrion Lannister is amazing, um, I- and then he's also cool as Ytri in Avengers, and then um, the, but my first- my first introduction to Peter Dinklage, I was really little, and my father showed me the movie Elf, and that- that's fun. And yeah, I don't know. I think he's I think he's an awesome actor and cool, pretty cool dude.
0: Yeah, he was good in this movie as well. I mean, I kind of wish they had fleshed out his character a little more. Because... Yeah, I wanted more from him. Yeah, because they they did a good job of like giving him like a human reason because that was kind of just a common thread that they had between our two main characters that like they had some sort of like human connection that like made it so you just couldn't hate them because he was trying to get his mother out of a bad position and like yes he's a gangster but like people can still relate to that even if they can't relate to like organized crime and like obviously we don't condone that but from a storytelling perspective That was really the only thing they had, like, we didn't know anything really about him other than he's a gangster, wants his mom out of the nursing home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think they could have definitely done more, because he was like, I like to be calm or something. And he was very stoic the whole time. I mean, I don't know if I would have liked to see him snap at least once, but that would have been kind of epic. Um... But like, also, it was kind of, it was really scary how he was like super stoked the whole time. But like, I don't know, it would have been cool to see him do more stuff and be scary because he was scary. But like, and also, also, their their casual human trafficking at the beginning, just like they just casually threw that out there, and then he was, and then and then like that that that's like all. And then his character was just, I want mother the whole time. (laughs) That is definitely one way to put it. I don't
0: know,
1: I thought, I like, I also kind of wish that they hadn't introduced his character before Jennifer started being like, oh, he'll find you, you're in trouble now. Like, if they kept him more in the dark at that point, that would have been cool, too. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like it would have been better to have more of a surprise there. Like, if you're not gonna flesh out his character super, like, a lot, then I would say, like, kind of keep him more hidden until, like, that scene when they were in the chairs outside, remember? That would have been cool.
0: Yeah, because they definitely, like, give you a lot of clues, like, even before his characters introduced that, like, uh, Miss Peterson isn't the innocent old lady that they kind of assumed she was. Like, they definitely hint at that. And it would have been really interesting because the movie is smart and it plays at the whole idea of, like, using her or talking about how, like, the threat that he could pose to Marla as a way of, like, Showing, like, oh, you know, she's obviously, her mental state is deteriorating, so that justifies us trying to put her, like, in a higher level security facility. But at the same time, like, it would have been really interesting, like, as a viewer, because I feel like that would be, like, kind of unsettling, like, what's going on, because, like, is is this lady just getting older or is like there's something that we really should be concerned about and then like the doctor dies and it's like is that just a coincidence or is this like I, I think that would have been like an interesting kind of like introduction of like a game of cat and mouse, which mm-hmm. I don't know, I think that would have been cool. So I agree.
1: Yeah, I- I don't know, I always think that cat and mouse is better when you don't know who's the cat and who's the mouse and everything. Like, you gotta have that a little bit more ambiguous or it just feels like an episode of Tom and Jerry. Um, but like with a Tom, a Jerry, and then a mini Jerry that Jerry is hunting. Because like, if- if- or no no no, like just two- two feral cats that hate each other. And a Jerry. And they both want the Jerry. And and then these two Toms are, like, going at it. And and I don't know
0: where this is going. I feel like you're trying to describe something where you're only using, like, fanfiction tag, tag tropes, like, enemies to lovers or, like, rivals to enemies to lovers type thing. I'm sorry, that's all my brain is going right now.
1: I don't know, uh, Jenna, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're into, but I have never read any Tom and Jerry fanfic.
0: <laughs> no, oh my god, I'm not talking about that either. <laughs> sorry, people use them a lot in the literary world now, and I don't know, I hear a lot about them. I not And I, I just... really hope those don't exist. <laughs> I bet
1: you that they do. Oh my god. I bet you. Um... Oh, yeah, I was gonna say something and I forgot because I was thinking about Tom and Jerry fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is this a thing? Like, can people actually just show up to your house when you're old and say, "Hey, you're you're you need to come with me"? Like, is that a thing? And do people actually? And and are people? Do people like Marla actually exist? Because that's terrifying. That is so scary. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I mean, like, there's that whole thing going on with, like, the Free Britney thing and, like, conservatorship. Like, and that isn't the same, but, like... I'm looking it up. Because we wouldn't know. We're we're not old.
1: Um, by the way, just, just, um, as a quick update... Tom and Jerry fanfiction definitely exists. Oh no, Ava.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are you looking? Um, Google. Oh God, I, I can only imagine. Is this more? I didn't where click can it on anything. For more, Ao3 or I- Wattpad?
1: I did not click on anything. I was just curious. <laughs>
0: Here, wait, now, now I'm curious. I'm opening up oh another God. computer and I'm going on AO3. I might not make it back out alive. Because now I'm curious, Ava. Oh
1: God, why are I'm you curious now? I'm sorry. What? <sighs> I'm sorry for making you curious. Guys, I am not condoning reading any, um, Tom and Jerry fanfiction. If if that's what you want to do with your life, go ahead, but I don't, I don't recommend. I'm not, I, I, if you, if you happen upon it on your own travels in life, and you enjoy slash or, and or dislike it, it's not on me that's that's completely on you because i i i you heard it here first folks it's not my fault if you read fiction. um yeah i don't
0: know
1: i think it's just it was it's just really freaky to think like before we knew that this was like a bad woman and stuff i just think it's really freaky to think that when you're old, somebody else can decide whether or not you can take care of yourself, and then just like take you away from your home and your life.
0: I oh, know it's freaky. Okay, sorry, I was just clearing my search history. Okay, but I agree <laughs> because <laughs> that's a very good point, and I feel like right now there's a lot of news breaking that discusses things about, like, long-term care facilities and just overall with this pandemic that they have been resurfacing in the news every now and then with different things. And that wasn't necessarily, like, the, like, direct focus of this movie, but I couldn't help but kind of thinking of that sometimes when it would come up in this movie and just our treatment of older people and i don't know it, it, it there there were a lot of thoughts yeah i you
1: know, i don't know it's just i it, getting old is freaky y'all <laughs> i i did i my dog is Can
0: you
1: Hear my dog i hope you can't hear my dog um, I feel like we have this problem a lot, my dogs just decide to be loud somewhere. Um, you should make a video with your dogs. I think we'll forgive you if we get to see your dogs. <laughs> just like, a, t- a tour of my dogs. Oh my gosh, my dogs react!
0: <laughs> my dogs react to a <laughs> I mean, we don't have a channel mascot. We-, we have the robots, but we haven't successfully made the robots yet. Yeah. Or ever. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. We're making a robot two robots in Robotics Club. Um we just don't know how to make them go yet. Uh we followed all of the directions and we don't know how to make them go. We're probably missing something, but like yeah, so um their, their names are Mo and um also Mo, Mo 1 and Mo 2. Um named after the robot in Wally. If you haven't seen Wally, uh, then you're failing at life.
0: Together I, I take it the robots are Momo. Um,
1: actually their full names are Modem and Mojang. Um <laughs> Um, Jenna, have you seen um Wally?
0: You have, right? I, I have seen Wally. Okay, good. Breaking news. Thank Youtuber God. has seen a movie.
1: Um, thank god. That's nice. I'm very proud of you for that, because if you hadn't, I would have been like, uh, excuse you. Um, but you did, so that's good. Um, I don't know. I, I think that that is a perfect film. Cannot be
0: improved. I mean, I can't think of anything... That can be improved right now, so that that statement must be true.
1: Yeah, I don't see any flaws with Wally. If you don't want to watch a like a, a rated R uh, drama about elder abuse, then just watch Wally instead. It's perfect in every way. But if you do want to watch a good new movie that is dramatic and adult. Watch this movie. It's cool. And Yeah, it's really good. Um I don't Feel like I'm forgetting something cuz like I said I came prepared to this podcast. I feel like I'm forgetting to talk about something and I'm going to get mad at myself if I don't talk about it.
0: I like how are like the two main characters that Well, I I like how Marla and Fran were not really, like, prepared to, like, take, take on, like, a mob. Yeah. Like, yes, they're both very smart and calculating and they have an operation going on, but I like how, like, they never, like, went at them with, like, guns and, like, they didn't know how to fight or anything because it was kind of realistic, like, yes, they're not doing something that is legal or something that should be done and for all intents and purposes, they're technically villains, but that doesn't, like, mean that they have to be, like, a fighting type of villain. Like, they use their brains, and they had to use them to fight something that was not something in their wheelhouse, because logically speaking, that's not something you would expect to go up against. So I kind of liked how our two protagonists had to adapt to a situation that they had never considered.
1: That yeah. Was um, Fran is an incredible researcher. <laughs> oh
0: my God. She walks in,
1: she's like, Jennifer isn't Jennifer, blah, 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 blah. blah. This is like an incredible identity theft. I mean, they scrubbed every single record of this person, and then here she is having found like a eulogy for this person and everything. And I'm just, I, I wondered, did she use Google Scholar? Probably not. I don't
0: know.
1: She's just she's she's a very good researcher, and I think that she's amazing at researching things. Because like I that like I don't know. You can't movie. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't make it an incredible identity theft and have your characters be able to find out. When they're not, like, working deep in the government or something, like, to be honest, you can't really do that.
0: Well, I so, mean, uh, they might so have some bit of power with the government, because you they have, like, ties, like, to the police in some way, because they knew that one lady, and they have that judge guy, like, kind of wrapped around their finger, even if, like, I don't think he was, like, actually in on it. And because, like, she's a legal guardian, she they might have, like, a little more access than most people to government things that they can use yeah. under the guise of, like, uh, oh, the person we're guarding isn't being open with us, but we need to know this information about them.
1: I don't know. I don't know. If, the, if, her, if her identity theft job was so good... You shouldn't have been able to figure it out, and I am gonna be negative about it because I am a negative Nancy and I'm negative about everything. So. Oh
0: okay, I don't believe it. <laughs> I
1: I don't believe I don't believe in her
0: capabilities. I thought you were just gonna leave it at that. I don't believe in her.
1: I don't believe in her either. She's a bad person. That's
0: fine. And a true statement.
1: I can't- I can't support a bad person such as her. I
0: don't know, maybe
1: if she- maybe if she were, like, a Robin Hood type person? I don't know, can we get a modern Robin Hood movie? I feel like
0: that might be cool. But, like, an actual good one. Like, yeah,
1: like, not technically about Robin Hood, but, like, that kind of thing. Like, that kind of motivation, that'd be cool. Because I don't know- Robin Hoods, like everybody roots for Robin Hoods, like Eat the Rich, am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like it would be pretty relevant right now. Not gonna lie. I think you'd find some support. Yeah, every
1: everybody roots for Robin Hood. Everybody loves Robin Hood unless you're like a bad
0: person. Unless you like own Amazon or something. Oh, I'm not trying to like I'm not I'm actually not trying to name names but like that's just the name that comes to mind. Sorry, support your local indie bookstore <laughs> The dogs agree with me <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Yeah that they do they do agree with you I guess um They have to Yeah I don't know I feel like we should get a Robin Hood movie one where, like, like, this was cool and all, and I like villains, villains are cool, but, like, Robin Hood. Robin Hood is awesome. I love vigilantes. Vigilantes are cool. And that, like, you know, like, Batman, he's a vigilante, he's awesome, but he's
0: rich. I want Robin Hood. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Batman's, uh... Sidekick is sometimes a person named Robin.
1: Yeah, like a child in in tidy whiteies and tights. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Are are his these green or yeah, yellow or something? Green. They're green. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I don't, I, want, like, I don't. know. I don't make a habit of checking that information to see if I remember correctly.
1: <laughs> but no, I want. I want somebody to make an epic Robin Hood movie. I would be so here for that.
0: If you're out there listening to this, and like, you have the power to do that. Do it.
1: And the, But the, you gotta be creative about it. You can't make it just, like, a hooded vigilante running around the city with a bow and arrow, trying to, like make money. I don't know. You gotta be creative about how they do it. And I feel like it would be really cool if it was like an over-the-table kind of Robin Hood. Like the, like how how Marla mentioned, she was like, you're not playing by the rules. Meet me in a courtroom and outplay me or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like that would be such a cool, like, protagonist to follow, just this person who's, who's taking down rich people on like things like oh my god can we get a movie on that guy who took down al capone on tax
0: evasion oh oh my god yes (laughs) please it's like that would be so cool because you still have like the whole like organized crime like vigilante thing kind of going on in the background but like he's different he's not like other people he's tax (laughs) guy
1: he's not like other accountants (laughs) Forget Robin Hood, let's take that Al Capone with tax evasion.
0: Our hero.
1: <laughs> my dog is, I don't know if we can hear that bit, but my dog is literally, like, scraping at my door. So I think, I think it's time for me to deal with my dogs and press call this, um, call it quits for today. Um, I think y'all are amazing and special. If you're listening to this, we love you. Um... Uh, so Jenna had a video that came out recently, it's a good video, she talks about Mank, pretty cool. Jenna, anything to say about that video?
0: You should watch it even though the iMovie black and white filter is trash to my video quality. (laughs) Um, I'm making a video this weekend, I don't know
1: what it's about so I can't tell you yet, but you will find out when it comes out. And that's it for us this week. Um, I hope you like. Um, comment what you thought of the movie if you've seen it, or what you think about us talking for an hour. Um, let us know in the comments. Uh, hit that like button if you liked it. Subscribe so you don't miss anything. Um, also, if you are not like, if you're not on YouTube right now. You can subscribe to our YouTube. If you are on YouTube and you want to listen to us on other platforms, those will be in the description box below. Um, And yeah, thank you for sticking around. And we'll see you next time. Jenna, anything to add?
0: Even though there are bad people in this movie, I could still vibe with it in an appropriate way. And please don't think I read Tom and Jerry fan fiction. That was that's fabricated and it's fake news. Please, Jenna please reads Tom and Jerry fan I... fiction. It's canon. No. no. Okay. Bye. <laughs>